some cougar in the car. Oh, there's a cougar in the car. I put it in there. You got to learn to drive with the fear. And there ain't nothing more goddamn frightening than driving with a live cougar in the car. Today I'm going to talk about selecting a trading platform. What kind of selection criteria should you focus on when choosing a trading platform? Well, one of the first things that I decided upon was whether or not I wanted a integrated platform or a modular platform. What do I mean by that? Well, an integrated platform has the charting uh, portion of it, the trade execution portion of it, the accounting portion of it, um, all built together into one unit. <clears throat> so they all work together. A modular platform would consist of maybe a program that does your charting for you, another program that does your uh, order entry for you, and maybe even another platform that uh, does the accounting function for your uh, brokerage platform. There's pros and cons to each one. I think it just depends on uh, the individual. Obviously, people who are more gearheadish, like the modular approach, whereas uh, people who just don't want to mess with all the um, the little bells and whistles inside a trading platform <clears throat> would prefer the integrated version of it. The next thing that you need to decide is pricing, and the pricing is very competitive in the marketplace, so um, what I would do is I would get it down to maybe two or three different platforms that you're looking at and just compare pricing on them. In some cases, functionality might overrule pricing, um, but that's certainly something that you need to consider. The third thing I would look at is margin requirements. Um, this is a little tricky because some people gravitate towards platforms that have very low margin requirements, meaning like um, you just need to put just a little bit of money into an account in order to start trading. I went down this route and I found it to be a very dangerous route and I ended up going to the opposite extreme. <clears throat> I went to a platform that requires a relatively healthy amount of uh, capital in order to trade and the reason that I did that is it prevents me from over leveraging myself and taking too much risk but that's a personal choice and you just need to kind of take a look at that and figure out what you want to do. The next um, criteria that you should look at is charting capabilities and uh, most every brokerage uh, system comes with some type of charting capability um, if there is a specific indicator or if there is a specific feature that you want uh, that, may, that may define which platform that you go with, so you should take a look at that. The next one is pretty important. Actually, the next two are pretty important. Does the system that you're looking at have a paper trading or simulator functionality? The reason that I think this is really important is because you're going to probably, uh, when, I, when I've taught people how to trade, I've encouraged them to paper trade or simulator trade for at least three months before going live. You really need to sit in the chair and um, experience 
the things that happen in the marketplace. There's no way to teach that. Um, you just have to experience that and the paper trader or simulator is a great way to do that. The next thing, the next feature that I think is really nice is what I call the DVR feature. And basically what's it, what it lets you do is that you can go back in time and select a per particular day and time and it will play back the pricing data from that time. And this is really useful when you're testing out a new strategy or a new technique. You can go back um, and run it through, you know, an old time frame and see how it performs. The next one is might not be important to some people, but to me it was very important, which is the programming language and its capabilities for a particular broker's platform. I obviously have developed some pretty sophisticated uh, algorithms and uh, the platform that I use um, has a programming language in it that is sophisticated enough to implement uh, those particular algorithms. So that's something you need to think about. Um, another thing you may want to think about is plugins. A lot of these platforms have plugins and tools that have been developed by third parties that enhance the functionality of the platform. Um, so if your particular platform has a lot of these and that's important to you, that's probably a really good um, feature or functionality that you should be looking for. One particular item that usually gets overlooked is tech support. Um, I would be looking for a platform that has a couple of layers of tech support, um, maybe a live chat while you're trading because a lot of times you just have a simple question, you don't need to wait on the phone to get to a tech support person, you can just ask a question in the chat and then get the response in you know whatever time frame that you get the response. But you definitely want a live person that you can talk to if everything goes sideways on you. So check out and see what kind of tech support availability there is with the platform that you're looking at. Um, you want your platform to be uh, not only functional on a computer, on a desktop computer, but on your mobile devices as well. There's a lot of times where I want or trade and I just need to wait for it to come to fruition, but I have a life and things to do, so I just monitor it on my, uh, on my phone. Um, and if anything happens or I need to take any actions, I can do that right from my phone. And finally, take a look at what kind of order entry uh, capabilities that um, your brokerage account uh, has. The, the, at a minimum, you want it to be able to do bracket orders and what they call uh, one cancels other. So if one of the orders gets canceled, the other part of the bracket gets canceled as well. I'll go into detail in a separate podcast um, all about order entry and, and what you can do with that. Um, some other features that are nice are trailing stops. So this is basically a stop that trails behind the price um, a distance that you specify um, until it gets tripped, until price backs into it. Another really nice feature is what I call break-even stops. So once a trade goes a certain amount in your direction, the stop loss gets moved from whatever risk you were taking to uh, break even. That's a very nice feature as well. All right, the next thing I'm gonna talk about is some brokers for you to take a peek at if you're interested. 
Um, full disclosure, I'm not getting paid by any of these, okay? So I'm merely talking about them because these are the ones that I, I think have some of the most sophisticated functionality. Uh, the platform that I use, obviously, if you uh, are familiar with these, is Thinkorswim, which is on the Ameritrade platform. It has all of the things above that I just mentioned. Um, and I really like it. I've been using it for about 20 years now. I probably should take a closer look at some of the other ones right now, but um, for now I'm pretty happy with Thinkorswim. So unless something really breaks or goes sideways with them, I'll probably stick with them for a while longer. Another really nice platform is NinjaTrader. NinjaTrader is uh, it's a little more modular, I think, but it's pretty integrated. Uh, most of these, these four that I'm gonna talk about are integrated platforms. Another really good platform, which I used to use a long time ago, was TradeStation. Um, TradeStation has gotten significantly better since uh, the early 90s when I used to use TradeStation. Um, so I may give that another look here sometime in the near future. And then of course there's Interactive Brokers. Interactive Brokers shines from the programming standpoint. You can uh, generate a lot of uh, really sophisticated programs and you can actually <coughs> create uh, black box systems with Interactive Brokers. By that I mean unattended trading systems. So if your criteria are met, this, the, uh, the trades are executed and automated. Um, both to get in and out of the trade. So take a look at those four as you're evaluating platforms and you can decide from there. All right, so market overview. Um, wow, it is really, really getting hairy out there. The Fed raised the interest rate 75 basis points. This is the highest hike in interest rates in 28 years. Um, they have to do something to pound down this fire of inflation. Inflation is running at, I believe, 8.7%. So just to, you know, they'd have to raise the interest rate to 8, per, 8 point or 9% just to um, be even with uh, the rate of inflation. Even with the 75 basis point hike, I don't think it's going to, it'll slow things down a little bit, but I don't think it's going to uh, do much. And they can't jack it up really fast because that'll just crash the economy. Credit card debt is at an all-time high, so what that tells me is that people are suffering, people are hurting. They're using their credit cards to buy food, pay for gas, etc. They're racking up their, their debt, which is not a good thing. Um, a lot of the economists are projecting zero growth going forward, so that's not very good. And I believe there's gonna be impending layoffs everywhere in the marketplace because people are really pulling in their horns they're not buying any kind of platforms or doing anything, so um, you have to you have to be careful here. Um, finally, um, there's a new um, little little widget that I'm adding to the podcast, and it's something called SpeakPipe. And what it does is it allows you to. Um, basically send me a live message from the podcast. So um, you click on a button, you record a little brief message, and then I will be able to listen to that. It'll email it to me. So if there's anything specific that you want me to talk about in a podcast about trading, please feel free to hit the button, record your message, and I'd be happy to uh, put together a podcast um, 
dedicated to that if it's uh, if it makes sense and answer your questions and your feedback and maybe I'll even have a section of the podcast where that's all I do at the end is just answer your questions and give you the feedback that you want okay I almost forgot um, the free weekly trading ideas our crypto slash portfolio returned about a 47% ROI for the week so keep a look, keep an eye on that um, the big uh, performer was obviously Bitcoin, the short on Bitcoin. So uh, those are doing really, really good. So please um, subscribe to the podcast, go to the website and download the free weekly ideas. There's a link in the podcast for you to click on to get to those. Um, Anyway, that's it for now. I hope you have a great week. It's Father's Day, so I'm waiting for my tribe to show up and uh, you know, lavish uh, wonderful gifts and uh, things upon me later in the day. So over and out from Bill, have a great week.